welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. These episodes are meant to be educational, not a replacement for your therapist. God put it on my heart to dedicate the first month of this new year by hosting a First Fruits podcast series. In this series, we are coming together every Monday morning and giving the first of a different area of our lives to the Lord. Now, so far, we've covered plans, time, rest, and our health and wellness. This week, God put it on my heart to bring in a new topic that we didn't discuss last year, and it's our words. I want to also ask you to please stick around to the end of this episode for an important announcement about this show that also has to do with this topic of our words. So I wanted to start today's episode by just reading to you several verses about words. In fact, when I started to research this topic of words, there were well over 500 verses that had some form of words in them. And anytime I see a word or topic mentioned this much in God's word, I know that we should really lean in and pay attention. Now, to be clear, we need to pay attention to everything in God's word. But when I notice just a recurring theme, I go, okay, Lord, I'm listening. So I'm going to read to you a few today. Of course, there's way more that we could have read, but I want to encourage you to do the same thing. Go to your Bible app, type in the word words or word, and just see what comes up. Here are a few that jumped out to me. Proverbs 16, 24. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And before I continue on reading some more scriptures, another thing I wanted to bring to your attention is part of what even landed me on this topic was this morning I was listening to the Bible app and my husband and I have started a reading through the Bible in a year series and I was listening to it in the message version. Sometimes I just like to switch around different versions and I loved how as I was listening to the creation of the world and us it kept saying the phrase, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke. And oftentimes we'll hear that, you know, said God said, but it just reminded me of, huh, if everything that we see and experience that's in existence today came about from God using his words, how much more should we pay attention to First of all, his word, right? And take it seriously and know it and study it and meditate on it. But then also really pay attention to our words. And if we're created in his image, that means our words are also producing life or they're tearing down. And so that's what I want us to do here today is take a look at God's word. And as we do that, also reflect on our words too. And so that verse from Proverbs that I just read to you is an example of gracious words. Gracious words can be like honeycomb, 
sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Wow, that's amazing. And then we see in Exodus 20, verse 1, and this is when they're talking about the Ten Commandments. I'm not going to read the entire passage to you, but it says, And God spoke all these words. Exodus 24, verse 3 says, Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Job 19, 2. How long will you torment me and break me in pieces with words? This is Job talking back to his friends. This is an example of when words can break you in pieces. I think we've all been on the receiving end and unfortunately on the giving end of words that tore somebody down rather than building them up. Proverbs 12, 6. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. Psalm 17.6 says, I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me and hear my words. I liked this scripture because, you know, essentially the psalm is saying, Lord, hear me, hear my words, right? And how many of us want the Lord to hear our words when we pray? Of course we do, right? Why, why else would I be praying if I don't want him to hear my words? But I think we have other moments of our life, if we're honest, that we go, ooh, I I don't want the Lord to hear that. We say things, maybe it be through gossip or slander or jealousy or envy, that we actually don't want the Lord to hear, which is funny because, of course, he hears them, you know, just because I say, hey, Lord, I'm praying now and I'm not praying now, like he still hears all the words, just because I didn't make it official that I was in prayer mode. uh, He still hears the words that are coming out of our mouth. And so, yeah, if we're going to request to him to hear our words when we're praying, let's also be aware that, hey, he hears all the words, right? Psalm 1914, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart Be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Isn't that such a great prayer? It's kind of a scary prayer, but it's a great prayer to say, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. I'm actually going to get to this in a second when I go through some processing questions with us because I love that this verse brings both the mouth and the heart together because oftentimes... You might have even heard me ask this. I I wrote it in my book, but even I I asked this question to kid to my own kids and here on air of how's your heart, and that question takes people back sometimes. They're like, "What do you mean? How's my heart? I don't I don't know. Nobody's ever asked me how my heart is." Well, if you don't know how your heart is, you can take sometimes you can take a look at your words, and that is like a detecting measure for how is my heart, right? And so I just love that this verse in Psalm 19:14 put those two together. And then I'm going to finish here with Psalm 64 verse 3. Who wet their tongues like swords, who aim bitter words like arrows. And again, this is an example of when words are used in a negative way, it's like aiming bitter words like arrows. And of course, if you think of an arrow, what does it do? It's set out to kill and to bring somebody down and do it sharply and and harm somebody, right? It's like intentional, intentionally saying something that hurts somebody. So these are just a few of those 500 plus verses on words. And I just wanted you to see, first of all, the power of our words. In fact, Pastor Robert Morris has a great book called The Power of Your Words. I do recommend that. But also just for you to recognize that 
it is so important for us to be mindful of what words we're consuming, right? And what words are coming out of our mouths. And if we don't like the words that are coming out of our mouths, then guess what? We need to do a heart check because usually our words are often an overflow of what's happening in our hearts. So I have some processing questions for you to just consider and also just for us to, you know, before we start to process, just, you know, we're bringing the first of our words. So here's my challenge to you, I guess I would say, is first of all, just starting to pay attention to your words. And these questions I'm going to give you today will help you do that. But even considering starting your day off with your words being to the Lord, praising the Lord, saying, good morning, Lord, or that verse that I shared with you guys a few weeks ago of let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. For I put my trust in you. Show me the way I should go, for to you I entrust my life. I try really hard to start my mornings by saying that out loud. See, something shifts in the spiritual realm when we use our words. And we not only build other people up, but we praise the Lord. We get in alignment with His word. We say His word out loud. The enemy flees when we do that kind of stuff. Because it's us saying, I'm aligning my words and my thoughts with his ways. And it's powerful, friends. And your days will be radically different when you do this. So let's process a few questions here. I just want you to say, Lord, how is my heart? And then follow up that question with, how are my words? And can I encourage you today, as you sit with these questions, Give the Holy Spirit space to answer you, okay? Prayer is a two-way, it should be a conversation. And let the Holy Spirit just gently tap you and say, you know what, actually, the way you've been speaking to your spouse, it's not not life-giving, it's tearing them down. The way you've been talking about that coworker behind their back, uh, no, it's, it's really destroying them. Even though you think they don't hear those words, you're, you're setting an atmosphere in that workspace that is just not life-giving. What is it, friends? Those are just a couple examples that I brought up, but let the Holy Spirit speak to you about that. And then I want you to talk to the Lord about and ask him, are there any words I need to stop listening to? You know, I talk here for a while about God's word, and we know that it's life-giving and produces fruit in our lives, but maybe you're listening to some other podcasts that are just for fun that are really on topics that eh, maybe maybe not the most life-giving. Maybe it's a TV show. Um, I know recently me and my daughters, we had been watching a series that we all were like, oh, I think we got to stop watching this because it took a direction that we don't feel comfortable with. And But we can either choose to obey when the Holy Spirit taps us on the shoulder on those things or ignore it and keep receiving words that are just not life-giving nor from him. Maybe it's on social media, maybe TikTok, Instagram, wherever. You're following some influencers or some people that you just know, or even right now, the Holy Spirit's saying, "Mm, I need you to stop letting them speak into your life. So can you just listen to him today on that, okay? And then finally, I want you to ask the Lord, how would you like me to use my words this year? So 
I want to challenge you. And, and with this said, here comes this update that I wanted to give you about this podcast. And this is a, oh, it's a really hard thing for me to do, but I just sensed so strongly about a week or so ago, the Lord just spoke to me about this, honestly, and I just have to be obedient. I don't understand why, but I just have to be obedient. And the Lord has asked me to, just for this spring, not for forever, well, hopefully not for forever, I guess we'll all talk to the Lord about that. But as of now, just for this spring, the Lord has instructed me to not release these Monday morning talk therapy episodes after this January. So this January, here we are, we're doing this. And it's interesting because I had actually recorded three of these episodes before the holidays, before Christmas, and I wanted to get them all done. That was my goal. And I just did not have peace or direction about doing the final two yet. I just, just the Lord just didn't release me to do them. That's the easiest way I can put it. So I thought, all right, I'll come back and I'll do it after the holidays. Well, now I know why he didn't release me to record because he needed to get me silent, get me to take some time off work for him to speak to me and say, Rachel, I'm asking you to just trust me and lay these down for this spring. Now, I do want to be clear. I am still going to be releasing guest interview episodes uh, twice a month, every other Wednesday. So you can expect our first guest interview will release in February. We have some amazing guests lined up on this podcast. I'm excited to release those to you. But for right now, for this spring, there will not be the Monday morning episodes releasing. And, you know, I even thought about, you know, I could, I've seen a lot of podcasters do this where they re-air old episodes and I'm not going to do that. And I'm going to tell you why. I want you, I'm assuming if you listen to this podcast, you somewhat look up to me as a thought leader or, you know, as a coach or a counselor or just a, a woman of faith who you want to sit under that teaching, right? Um, there's some reason why you're here that you feel drawn and it's really the Holy Spirit in me that you're drawn to. But I want you to witness obedience, I want you to witness um, the show's going well. Like there's listeners. It's not like uh, nothing bad has happened, right? In fact, if anything, um, I've had to be careful who I share this with that I'm laying it down because well-meaning people would tell me, Rachel, you're crazy. You've built something amazing. You need to keep it going. And by the world standards, that is true. But I don't get in line with what the world's asking me to do. I follow the father. And so right now, my father is saying, Rachel, I need you to rest, child. I need you to focus on using your words in the places where I have planted you this spring. So for me this spring, my words are going to be used, of course, in my own home and counseling also and clinic. But I'm doing a lot more speaking this spring. And I am uh, going to be a professor again at the King's University. And so... I'm sharing this with you because I want you to see in real time someone who hears the voice of the Lord, who follows obediently, even when it makes no sense. Because I love recording these. Like, this is so hard for me to step down, even if it is just for the spring and I'll get to be back this fall, right? I love these. It's like my favorite thing. I, I feel like I'm, you know, just laying a dream down at the altar here. And I want you to witness this because I don't know what's on the other side. I don't. 
But I do know this. I followed the Lord long enough to know that when he asks us to lay something down, it's for good reason. And we don't have to know why. We just need to say, yes, sir, I trust you. And so I just sense in my spirit also just, I wanted you to hear this so you also can just sit under that umbrella of trusting the Lord. If he's asking you to lay something down, maybe it has to do with your words, right? Maybe it has to do with your pride or for you, it might look like something like it does for me. Some form of your job is going to look different or a relationship or a dream. Just trust him with that and trust that no matter where you're planted, your words have power. I'm here to tell you that if we never saw another human being, which I know none of us would thrive like that, even if you're an introvert, getting in your prayer closet and using your words to break down walls in your community, in your family, in your place of work, oh my goodness, that would just be amazing. And the breakthrough that would come in your life and those people around you would be incredible. And so I want to just encourage you to ask the Lord, Lord, where are you asking me to use my words in this coming year? And again, bringing in that piece of conviction as well. If we're consuming anything, we need to stop consuming. But also, if there's anybody specifically, he wants to encourage you to be their cheerleader this year. Send them a note of encouragement. Like, use your words to build people up in this coming year rather than tearing them down. Okay? And, you know, with this said, I, I want to just encourage you since I'm not going to be coming in with these solo episodes now on Monday mornings, please stay in touch with me. I want to give you two ways to do that, okay? Um, the first way is over on Instagram. You can find me at Rachel J. Gilbert. You do spell Rachel, R-A-C-H-A-E-L. I sense the Lord is asking me to be a little more – I used to do a lot of videos over there. And honestly, when I started these – solo episodes, I stopped doing them because I can only, I only have so many words, right? And um, I sense I'm going to be a little bit more over there. I don't know for sure yet, but I want you to come check it out over there because I feel like the Holy Spirit's going to ask me to be doing some things on there that I haven't yet been doing. And then also, please make sure you're part of our Joy Mail community. One time a month, that's it. I sent you an email and it comes with a personal note from me. This is a note you won't find on social media or my website. I give you some of my favorite finds for that month, podcast updates. That way, if and when the talk therapies get to come back, you'll be the first to know. You'll get an email with an announcement letting you know, okay? And then I also include a free therapy resource. So if you want to join that, go to rachelgilbert.com, click that freebies tab, and then you can join the community. Well, my friends, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. And don't forget, just this next week, we have our first guest interview coming out here on Real Talk with Rachel. I promise it's an interview you do not want to miss. So I will see you there.